bright as a moon happy night pouring light on the dew. I'm as corny as Kansas in August, high as a flag on the 4th of July. If you'll excuse an expression I use, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love with a wonderful guy. is one of the best performers in her own kind of line that ever I've seen. And I hope that one day we shall have her back. Turn your head, but you will not forget the face. Eyes of complimentary brown, wide apart. The first thing you notice when you meet her. A figure more boyish than curvaceous. A heart-shaped face. And probably the only five-foot-four-inch girl from Texas you'll ever see. Mary Martin garnered a scrapbook full of all the superlatives in her next venture. Some call it her greatest personal hit, Peter Pan. Originally produced in London more than a half a century ago, first-nighters in 1954 wondered if they had grown too old for it, or it too old for them. But Broadway audiences and later millions of others who watched television sat wet-eyed, touched as others have been down through the decades. For in the end, everything depended on Mary. And Mary, as the boy who would not grow up, was a delight. You'll have a treasure if you stay there. More precious far than gold. For once you have found your way there. You can never, never grow Born, and time is never 
never planned. Just think of lovely things, and your heart will fly on wings forever. who did see Maud Adams in Peter Pan. And uh, although the past is always colored very rosily and you think that things were better uh, in the old days than they are now, uh, I came to the conclusion, matching my memory of Maud Adams with the presence of Miss Martin, that Miss Martin was the best Peter Pan I have seen. There was a more, a more of a youthful, boyish quality to uh, to marry, she was she was really an, a a real boy, as I recall. Miss Adams, uh, Miss Adams always was the lady. She was the great star, and so on. And she was this distant lady, and some of that perhaps uh, made her performance a little more distant. Others agreed with John Chapman. There had never been a more beguiling sprite in Never Never Land. Mary's Peter Pan was the brother of Nellie Forbush sweeping and gliding with bird-like ease on a wire no thicker than a thread, turning and soaring, creating poetry without speaking a word. The magic of this performance especially reflecting the shining goodness of spirit which Mary Martin possesses, a goodness growing out of a continuing love affair with people and one of the most successful of show business marriages. They uh, are the perfect balance. Again, Jinx Falkenberg. Richard is is uh, rather serious, great business head. He was story editor of Paramount Pictures for 10 years. That's when and how they met. And um, well, he's, a, he's a wonderful man, and he, he's the only one that can really control Mary just to hold her down when it's, when it's needed. It, it, is, it is the perfect marriage, the Hallidays. The home life is something very special because when Mary is at home, that is her whole life. She concentrates on her husband, on her handsome young son, Larry, and on her beautiful young daughter, Heller. And when Mary was on stage in South Pacific and lived in New York City and went from the hotel room to the dressing room at the theater, then went on stage every night and two matinee days a week, she had to concentrate on that. That was her career during the week. The minute Saturday night came, she'd get into the car, walk just off stage into the car, drive home, and Sunday, and Sunday night, and all day Monday until about 5 o'clock, every second was spent with Heller. Two lives successfully integrated. Real life beginning where Broadway ends. A heart belonging to both the family and the theater. A remarkably talented and persuasive entertainer. I mean, I, for instance, believe that Mary Martin could play a villainess. Once again, Myron McCormick. She's that good an actress. And she would be believed. She's uh, a very fine actress. She can do things without having to sing. I think people love to hear her sing, but she's not confined to that by any means. Her her talent is great in all departments, I think. And uh, there's no reason in the world why she shouldn't uh, do almost anything she wanted to do. And again, Rady Harris. When I first knew Mary, she was living in a theatrical boarding house on 6th Avenue. Now she has a beautiful home in the country, 
She has a triplex apartment in New York. She has a coffee plantation in Brazil. In spite of all these superficial changes, basically Mary is still the same unspoiled, sweet, enchanting personality that I met 17 years ago. And no amount of success will ever change her. She doesn't forget old friends, you know. It's, it's a, a rare quality. The same offstage as on. The same then as now. A fine comedian, a glorious musical comedy star, a bewitching performer, blessed with personality and the heart of Texas. Oh, she's such a Texan. You should hear her when she gets around with Texans, why she becomes so Southern, honey, that you just... I'm not a Texan, but I've heard Mary, and uh, I, I just... It's amazing. It all comes back, you know. She's a Texan through and through, and they're proud of her, and she's very proud of being a Texan. And you know, in Born Yesterday, as blonde and beautiful, Billy Dawn, who's a little bit dumb, I think, at least that's the way uh, Judy Holliday played it on Broadway and on screen. Uh, the girl was from Brooklyn, Billy Dawn. But this Billy Dawn on television that Mary's going to play is from Texas. She's blonde and beautiful and a little dumb, but she's from Texas. Texan to the core, this Mary Martin, but the pride of us all. Other triumphs now loom on the personal horizon for the slim woman with the Peter Pan face and the coaxing way who has charmed presidents and kings, big folk and small, and who will still be packing them in when the professional beauties are long forgotten. Mary Martin, queen of musical comedy. Good night, wherever you are. May your dreams be pleasant dreams wherever you are. You've been listening to a transcribed NBC biography in sound, written and edited by Jean Farinette. Narrated by Frank Blair. In Meet Mary Martin, you heard Oscar Hammerstein II, Joshua Logan, Vinton Friedley, Jinx Falkenberg, Wally Westmore, Myron McCormick, and others. Biographies and Sound has come to you through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.